Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Your weekly look at MLS, San Jose Earthquakes, whatever soccer. There you go. That's your answer, Gio. That's what I'm talking oh, Bono, about. Bono, right? Bono. I got to say Bono. It's okay. Bono in this week. Uh, again, I am once again not alone in the studio. I have a guest with me today. It is the other half. Of the Electron Bono movie Power Hour, Bono. Oh, I do. I don't have clap sounds. Where's the too. clap sound, dude? I got clap sounds. Damn. Is that the clap? <laughs> and I'm at thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, thank you, once sir. again, we were able to fit thousands of people in this tiny studio. Uh, um, but yeah, you're here to talk. And this cool last week was interesting because Electro, I enjoyed it because this podcast, I like. I really like to be a teaching podcast like i told you before when you know when i was kind of explaining you know i talk about the quakes i talk about mls i it, i mean i i of course follow the good leagues <laughs> there you go. i follow the good leagues and all that but i'm also a big supporter of the uh major league soccer because it's the local league you know if you want to watch the highest level professional soccer that you can in this country, you you go to MLS. Right. And we have been having a team right here an hour away, which isn't the closest, but it's as close as it can get. Yeah, it's not far either. I mean, it's no. up the street, to yeah. be honest. It's really, yeah, and they it's got really a, quick. I mean, from what I know and what I've seen, I used to live in San Jose. And when they were building that, I mean, it was looking amazing. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a great time out. They have Pliny, dude. They have Pliny on tap. That come on, <laughs> you don't yeah. get that everywhere. So when, um, so anyway, yeah. And well, the cool thing about you is that you actually understand soccer. So, like yeah. I said, I I do enjoy this podcast being like a, a stepping stone for people into not just soccer but also American soccer. Mm-hmm. But also, I do enjoy talking. You know, it, it is better to tell someone like. When you have to, don't have to explain offside and shit. Right. <laughs> uh, and this week uh, we're back because the schedule is out. <laughs> so uh, to catch you up a bit, MLS, they started their season in March and they played two matches and then all hell broke loose. Lockdown. Yeah. No. Lock it down. No fun. Fun was banned yeah. in March. So they they decided that they're going to do a tournament in July and the beginning of August in Orlando at the ESPN's Wide World of Sports, I think. <laughs> but Disney has a whole fucking sports complex, is basically. That's awesome. Yeah, Fantastic. and it has several pitches. They're going to play three matches a day, dude. Whoa. So, like, uh, I think it's 7, 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Pacific, and then 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Whoa. Every day for like 20 days. <laughs> 24 days, I think. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be fucking pretty fun. Holy shit. It's a, it's a great way for people to get to know the league, to start getting to know the teams. There's There are more teams than ever. Miami's team is finally here. The Beckhams are here. <laughs> the Be- the great Becks have Jesus. made it to, to Major League Soccer. And yeah. Because I think that's the best way to get into it is to find a team that you like. That way, whenever they're playing, you're like, fuck, I hate that other team. And then, <laughs> then you take it from there. Yeah, it creates that rivalry. I mean, that's why you go to these yeah. these games. They got to prove themselves. They got to show that our area does it better. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. That's the difference. I don't care where you're from. This is how we do it here. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's 
it's soccer, man. So that yeah, so that the Quakes start the tournament on July 10th versus Seattle Sounders, 7:30 p.m. Seattle Sounders, of course, legendary team, well, as legendary as you can get in this freaking in this league. July 10th is a Friday. Ooh, Friday at 7:30, and all these matches are on what's that ESPN? So Disney. What is it? What is it called? ESPN Plus. Yeah. ESPN Plus, and I'm sure. I don't think many other are any other American sports back. American? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So yeah, so probably like ESPN and stuff will be showing some of these matches as well. Hmm. Uh, I guess I should know that, but fuck me, the internet's slow here. Yeah. You, you know that problem. I do. You know that problem, it's okay. but. So, what are the Quakes' odds of doing well in this tournament? I say none, dude. None? The Quakes aren't very good. The Quakes are are, are, are getting better. They have Matias Almeida. I guess none is terrible because they're in it. They The first two matches, they came out playing terribly. Same formation, same strategy, essentially. And wh- what's that same formation? What are they running with? What are they doing? They have uh, four in the back. Mm-hmm. Was it four three three? I guess mm-hmm. you would call it. Yeah, yeah. That that's usually what they do. Four three three, two two central defenders that uh, against stay to defend. The two guys on the on the edges are fast as fuck, and they 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 have to run a lot. <laughs> they they are also essentially attackers. They're more they play more of a midfield role. Right. Um, they have a good central midfielder just being a, just you know helping out the defense cuz the two guys take off right. and then they have a, a a really up and down midfielder somebody you know that that plays Jackson and then for the Quakes it's it's Jackson Yule who's doing really good for the national team and stuff he's like 21 or something he's really he's young hmm. Might be younger than that, actually. Fuck, it's, it's been so long. I got to start reading all this And that's stuff the thing, again. you know. It's also, it's all happening now. It's going to happen fast. It's just, you know, the only other thing uh, that has been live has been the UFC. To be honest, now that I think about it for ESPN, oh, yeah. to stream shit and put out. I think it's uh, UFC that's been out. I was watching a Premier League. I was, it was, <laughs> I think, Manchester United versus mm-hmm. Sheffield United. Okay. And they had fucking fake crowd noise. Yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. That shit was... I, I couldn't... Was it in the stadium or was it only like for the broad... Like, could the players hear that or was it only for the TV? That's what I want to know, to be honest with you. I was like, is that... Yeah. Cause I was like, because they've... I mean, they've... Practice sessions and full set stadiums anyways, you know, whatever. You're going to hear your coaches. You're going to fucking... Yeah. Everyone's going to be really loud. But, um... It was, I did watch a couple of games and I, I remember I was like, what the fuck? What am I hearing? And I pay attention. It's like, and it, well, you know, what's crazy. I was watching a Barcelona game and even after like the misses or the close calls, they already had them like queued up. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of, what's going on? And I, I thought I was, I was tripping out, but if you somehow, again, I'm not sure if this was actually going on but uh on the empty seats there was like meshes of like color so it looks like the seats are full or you yeah. can't you can't really see what it is 
uh, it's trippy. What the fuck? And it's like they, PlayStation 2 graphics? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you're watching this live performance. It's nuts. Dude. They're, for baseball, they're, I saw that they were doing like season ticket holders, going to have their picture taken. Cause they, and they're going to do cardboard cutouts to put in the seats. Oh, wow. And they get their, their cutouts put in their own seat. <laughs> I was like, All right, I guess that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's a, a way to keep them there, you know. Yeah, well, because that's what I keep thinking, and I, and I haven't asked the team actually. I I brought this up last week because, like I like I mentioned, the Quakes had played two matches. They had to be happened to be both at home, which was cool because again, I'm a season ticket holder, so I got to see both. So at least I got the maximum, oh, dude. maximum allowable. Yeah. But now I'm wondering because they say the season's gonna come back in August, and it naturally would end at the end of October. So I'm like August, September, October, March. That's four months out of a you know whatever eight month season. Are they gonna be like, oh well, we consider that a full season, so you don't get like a refund or anything on your tickets? Probably because I've already paid for the whole year. You already paid for the whole year last year, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So I'm like, fuck, I wonder what the fine print says. <laughs> if it says like, oh, no, look, check this out. Like, if as long as we play 40% of our games, yeah. like, we consider that. Like, you. Yep. And, again, it's the same ownership as the A's, so they would do some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll get your picture taken and put on a cutout, dude. Oh, no. hell no, they wouldn't. <laughs> that would cost money. <laughs> dude, I love this team. I love this team, but they're they're cheap. I like to call them economic because that sounds friendlier. Mm-hmm. But it literally, again, it's, it's the same ownership as the A's. Cheap and what though? Like the <laughs> like the staff, the players, the fucking. No, well, I don't want to say the staff because that sounds like I'm talking shit about the staff, and I'm not. Everybody's fucking awesome that works there. I've always had a you know really great service. Uh huh. But yeah, the the budget you know for for players. <sighs> isn't there the the ambition you know the the stadium is kind of it's it's beautiful you know and but it was easy is it nice i've never been is it is it nice i mean is it state of the art yeah. is it yeah everything it's state of the art is it's really open it's really nice uh I, and granted i haven't been to too many stadiums and i'm mostly comparing it to local stadiums you know i've pretty much been to every stadium right, right. in the bay area but and the Quakes used to play at a university stadium. Right. So, <laughs> True. so compared to that, it's like, fuck, anything would have been better. But no, this is nice. Like I'm saying, they have a really cool beer section that has really good craft beers. And I know a lot of people talk shit about this, but it's one of those that they never go. But the team loves to say that they have the longest outdoor bar in North America. Okay. And... They rightly deserve the fucking clowning that they get because they that's literally all they talk about. Like they don't even talk about their team, you know. Like, Jesus. Like how does the team do it? Like, well, we got the bar. But honestly, <laughs> it is great. It, it, it's literally the the width of the pitch and it's two-sided. And there's bartenders on both sides, and both the ends have bartenders, so there's rarely lines, you know. You got you got a hell of bar staff. That's insane. And also it's at the edge of the pitch, so you're right there, you know. And there's, it's a standing room section, so you don't you don't need tickets or anything. Well, I mean, you need tickets to get in. Oh wait, so anyone could just walk into this uh, section in the stadium and mm-hmm. just hang out, mm-hmm. regardless of what ticket you have. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and you you could and if you're at the front, you're literally standing on the pitch. That's awesome. Like right, you're that close to the to the thing. They used to do it and see, sometimes they have fucking flashes of brilliance. They did a thing for a while that if you if you caught a, a ball that went in the stands, you would get a fucking TV because TCL started sponsoring them. Mm. And also, like, they had uh, their coasters with a, a time, with a number on it, like 1 through 90. And if the Quake scored within that time, like, you would get a TV as well. Or you would oh, get that's something. awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, so they used to do cool shit like that. But... I was doing, I did a, okay, because I used to write for SB Nation. Go check that out. Centerline Soccer, they're still writing. Alicia Rodriguez does a fucking great job. She's always posting stuff up there. Um, but I did the uh, an article on the building of that stadium. Because it was fucking neat, dude. Like, I don't know. I enjoy cities and how they're built and all this shit. Right. And they did this really cool deal. Like, the the people that owned it, who are, who are the A's, they're real estate people. So they owned a plot of land in South San Jose. And they told the city, like, dude, if you zone that shit for housing, like, we could put housing there. And we, we could make more money because it's not, it was supposed to be this, like, high-tech like high campus that never worked out. Right. And, um... So they're like, dude, like that shit ain't working out. We can do this. We can keep that, incorporate that, you know, like light manufacturing. And because uh, times have changed because that was a plan from the 90s. And if you do that, the land value is going to go way up. So we're going to make more money. We will not, We will take that money and build a stadium to get the, the San Jose earthquakes back because the San Jose earthquakes had left they left uh, San Jose in 2006 to go to Houston because they couldn't find a permanent home. Mm. So a couple years later, Lou Wolf, this, you know, this, the, again, the owner of the A's, comes up with this deal and says, hey, if you rezone that land, I'll make a I'll, you know, the, the more money that, the, you know, the, again, the increased value I'll use to do that. He told presented that to MLS. So did the city MLS agreed. That's why the quakes came back. Nice. And that that's the start of Avaya. Cause that shit opened in 2015, you know? So that was fucking seven years prior. So anyway, I was doing all this fucking research, but one of the things that really struck me was when this, the team was presenting Avaya or what was, it's now called earthquake stadium. It has no sponsor now. Is it really? Yeah. Are they going to change the sign? They did. That sign's gone. Oh, has it been? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I haven't yeah. been there. Man, I haven't been to San Jose in a minute. Dude, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Holy I, shit. I, th- I thought about that. I was like, wait, I feel like, why haven't I gone? Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Avaya went bankrupt. And part of the restructuring deal was that they, they gave up that sponsorship. Wow. And so, yeah, so now it's Earthquake Stadium. But when when the San Jose Earthquakes proposed this stadium to the city, the city was pretty much like, dude, this is like amateur level shit. Like, this looks like a basic taxpayer funded stadium, like any municipal stadium. Like, fuck no. This is a world class city. You got to come with a world class fucking stadium. And they made them redo it. And so the team redid it and they ended up with this version of it now. Mm. Um which is again, I'm not saying just because of that that is it, but you see that you see the way that they spend um, on on the salaries, you see just 
you know the little things and, and I, I hate to be all fucking all bougie and shit but i'm a season ticket holder <laughs> when you're winning it shit like literally nothing not even a letter and uh, you know this year or last year or actually no this year it was a scarf and then one of those weird like vinyl scarves i don't know if you know the like shiny ones they're they're really thin hmm. really thin they're, i mean they're super soft but they're and they're shiny but uh, they're, they're they suck and anyway it's like a $20 fucking item $20 to purchase I mean for them it probably cost them like 8 bucks Right. they just sent that and fuck dude you see other teams like well like the Seattle Sounders mm-hmm. who are owned by fucking Microsoft ultimately you know cause it's the same people that own the Seahawks but fuck dude like their team their season ticket holders get a box and shit with all this fucking swag and yeah man you gotta keep your audience you gotta keep them fucking rocking dude and look look i'm wearing a shirt right now like if anything you give me that has your name especially the quakes i'm gonna wear it like i'm gonna feel like i'm a part of the team you're supporting man yeah and and so yeah so it, it blows my mind so anyway so i'm just like you take that you say you know all these little things and you add them up and again i don't want to say cheap that to me that just sounds rude hmm. but these fools are fucking billionaire you know <laughs> right. like these dudes are billionaires well that- maybe maybe they just don't maybe they know that soccer right now um is kind of what would you say on the incline i mean okay so you're saying beckham owns a team now yeah and it's already been going. He's already been under management. He's brought in his people. It started this year. Just started. Yeah. Like, well, last... playing. Okay. I mean, they've obviously, yeah, they've been in the planning, trying to get a stadium built and all this. <clears throat> I think they may have played in like a lower division last season, but for all intents and purposes, yeah, they started this year. Whoa. Dude, that was a part of his contract, bro. That's how powerful Beckham was and how li- how small the league was when he came over. He's the one that really, as funny as it is, I know people are going to laugh, but he's the one that put it on the map. Right. It, it's still nowhere, you know. It's still not not a, a <coughs> great league, but it w- it was a laughing stock before Beckham came over. Mm-hmm. And, dude, part of Beckham's contract was that when he was retired, he would get a fucking franchise dog. Or what? His, yeah. You think so? No, that, no, that was it. That, that was, was public. Yeah, that was public. No way. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a part of his contract. I mean, not that he would like get like he would have to pay for it, right. but like he paid like uh, fifty million dollars or something, maybe even less. Like it's like three hundred million dollars, like the entrance fee now for MLS. Yeah. Okay. He paid like fifty million, and he his team's the newest team, and like again Cincinnati, <clears throat> who just joined, paid like three hundred million, or Louisville or something, paid three hundred million. <laughs> it's just like that's how impactful that that guy was. Yeah, um, but dude, yeah, well, and then you see teams like LAFC, Atlanta United, Toronto, New York City, and dude, they're spending like they are world class cups. They're they're doing that whole totally fake it until you make it thing. Mm. You know, Atlanta United's like fuck it, we're gonna pretend we're fucking Manu. <laughs> and, and yeah and we're gonna look like fools you know like wearing our dad's clothes but eventually we're gonna grow into them you know right and we're gonna be fucking beasts i i hate to me soccer is, is a business definitely and 
that's why I think it's inevitable that MLS is going to be one of the biggest slash best leagues in the world. Because if you can get the 350 million Americans who are very wealthy compared to the rest of the world to fucking be rabid about soccer, yeah, about a domestic team, there's so much more. <clears throat> I mean, there's only so much more money, again, the Man U's and Barcelona's can squeeze out of people. And they're going to continue to. Hell Those yeah. are continuing to be Till death, sir. behemoths of, of the world. Yeah. But there's just all this fresh pasture you know in the united states right. that the, even those teams can be like fuck yeah like we're already worth billions we can come here and make another entity and you know worth a billion in itself right and and yeah and just be well i feel like that's gonna be the ultimate mars that's gonna be the ultimate messy move right there after he's done with barca because he's not gonna i don't think he's gonna go anywhere man uh, he's not, and even when he does retire, he can say, "Fuck it, I'm what? I'm gonna go back to Argentina and what? Post up? He can post up for the rest yeah, of his life. He definitely oh, can. Fuck, yeah. But I'm a, a guy like that. I would think is just gonna keep fucking keep that wheel turning, soccer till death, man. Dino style, all those fucking like everyone, all those motherfuckers. And y- you know how many people are gonna flood those gates? Oh, fuck, dude. Are you? Dude, the, the cities would shut down type shit of the amount of people who are going to get in and the people that want to get in. You get yeah. a glimpse of this fucking legend. Yeah. And you could do the fucking Beckham thing for a bit. And then after that, you'd be like, okay, I'll get my check. And now there is, and, and I know a lot of people think it's this retirement league with money. And, but yeah, now they're, now teams can spend, you know, uh-huh. now are willing to spend. Yeah. Now Messi can get, you know, eight or nine million a year, mm-hmm. which was laughable five years ago. Yeah. And that's enough for him because that's not all he's going to, you know, you come here, like fucking deals, you know, how many fucking dealerships are going <laughs> to get? Just like, how many Ferraris do we need to give you for you to fucking come do a commercial for us? Exactly. He's going to be fucking. Yeah, and and Messi is one of those he transcends. Yeah. He's he's known by people that don't know about soccer. Right. People that don't know about soccer will kick something and be like Messi and they don't like, you know. Yeah, so that that dude would be a game changer and I totally do see. I mean, where would he go? He would why would you go to the Italian league? Why would you you wouldn't go to Yeah, England? there's no need for that. You would you would yeah, there's Argentine. no fucking need for that. Major League Soccer is it. And dude, you know Beckham is gonna sit down dude, with him and be the like, one that just tri- like, I mean, it trips me out, but didn't trip me out. But at the same time, it's just the fact that it happened, and then the way he just arrives, fucking Slatan, man, he's a fucking savage, that guy, dude, and he crazy. just came in the way Slatan does, and does exactly what he said he's gonna do, because he knows that the league isn't up to fucking. Come on, man. Yeah. Dude, and people got mad. Oh, so many MLS diehards got mad. Why are you getting you know, mad? Well, I mean, I was like, yeah, I was like, did you not know who oh, that he was? Yeah. Did you not know who he was? And also, look at his numbers. Look at his numbers. Like, what is like 44 goals in 46 games played or some crazy shit like that, you yeah. know, or even higher. Like, dude. And you know what, man? Nuts. On some real shit from playing soccer, I mean, I only played high school some college but um Slatan for me was the guy because not because he was a fucking monster sure he was a monster on the field 
but he was six foot four. I'm fucking six foot four. It's pretty hard to move this body up a fucking a field, but the way he would do it with the power he had to it, it was always something that I gravitated towards, right? And then you come, you see, you see him all this time later, and he just fucking puts the MLS on its back, and it's just like, yeah, here you go. Here's a treat for you. Enjoy that. Why? Actually, yeah. Enjoy this loss. Dude, <laughs> fuck, dude. That dude was, yeah. But And I think also that is part of the reason why these diehards got upset, that it really, it proved to them that, like, dude, this is an inferior league. Right. Like, it is It is in its infancy still. It is, it is getting there. And so you think, is it the programs? Is it the coaching staff? Is it the players? You know, one of those, there has to be something. Well, I hate to be, I hate to sound like a, like a stooge for them or whatever, but it's getting so much better. Like I said, five years ago, you know, that's as far back as you could go five years ago and, and, um, and players getting $8 million a year <coughs> ah, seemed almost impossible, but I, I think it'll get there. I think it'll get there. Um, it, it's going to, yeah. It's going to keep growing. There's just going to be more money invested, and it's going to lead to better training programs and better coaching. Again, if a team, like I was just talking about the San Jose Earthquakes being a little bit frugal, a little bit cheap, but yet they they landed a manager like Matias Almeida, who you know was really making a name for himself. And I think that shows where the what the league is capable of. You know, if the lower level teams are are getting managers like this, you know, that means the higher level teams are just going to get higher level guys. You know, the the Pep Guardiola's and the fucking Mourinho's and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that'll take time. But it's definitely getting there. And speaking of time, I don't want to keep. I don't want to do another hour long episode like we did last week, dude. <laughs> I apologize, folks. It was good. I think it, um, we learned a lot. But anyway, MLS is back. July tenth, the, the San Jose Earthquakes start the, the their tournament season versus Seattle Sounders at seven thirty. Then on July fifteenth, they play Vancouver Whitecaps also at seven thirty. July twentieth versus FC Dallas at five p.m. And you know what, Bono. By then, we have to have the internet. We're going to watch all those matches here. Please. Yeah. We'll watch all those matches here. We'll I'm, do episodes. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to need a place to watch these things, man. Yeah. Because it's I'm not going to watch it at work. At the house. It's 7.30, so it's after work. We'll come here and have some beers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, y'all can join us, too, when we're done or when that the... We'll do after. After hour. <laughs> so we'll do those fucking... Brown bag specials. Nice. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, again, this is Oz Football Without Hesitation. Catch me at FWH Podcast on Instagram, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget, again, to listen to movie, Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. We are, we just did uh, Parasite, just released Parasite episodes one and two, about to do, release our underwater episode. Underwater. If you like movies, check that out. Every week, new episodes. Everywhere you're, you listen to podcasts as well. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Later.